You're listening to the Ask Coach Parry podcast. If you'd like to join thousands of other runners from around the world who are getting direct access to Coach Parry, his science-backed training plans that work, and a community of runners to motivate you and hold you accountable, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask. Welcome back on to another edition of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. Uh, we've got Lindsay Parry with us once again. Lindsay, a great question today about the COVID vaccine and training post getting your jab, whether it's the first or second. We've obviously had lots of questions in the forum uh, about training post getting COVID, but we haven't had too much discussion about folks getting vaccinated and then picking up training after that. Uh, the The vaccine rollout obviously has taken some time here in South Africa. It is picking up speed, but internationally in some places it's gone fantastically well. Others not so well how do you pick up do you need to change anything if you're training for an event and you you go for the vaccine do you need to change anything and if so what do you need to change look as a general rule um on the day of and the day after i've I've generally just told people not to exercise um there aren't any firm guidelines out there the guidelines really from from the, the the sports physicians and doctors that i've spoken to is to to listen to how you are feeling I've had a couple of athletes that have said do not do very hard exercise the day before or the day of. Um, and then just in, in my, my personal capacity as coach and the number of people that I've, I've interacted with post-vaccine is there's a very wide range of people who feel absolutely nothing to five days is, is a been about the longest that somebody's somebody's felt pretty miserable after the the vaccine <clears throat> there doesn't seem to be a pattern i can nail down on which vaccine you have some people have no problem with the first and have a bit of a problem with the second if they're doing a two dose like the oxford or, or the Pfizer. some people are bad on the first nothing on the second so you just you know it, there, there really isn't a pattern but as a precaution I really like to just go 48 hours with nothing and then for the next five days for people to take a very laissez-faire approach to their training and that is to just really go and feel and we try not to have any high-intensity sessions or or schedule the vaccination away from races. And then typically um, I've had no issues with people then in in week two, let's call it, uh, post-vaccine and I always just keep a, a... an eye on heart rate and the best thing to do is to look at resting heart rate and look at your exercising heart rate and those two things are fairly normal then chances are that you are absolutely fine but yes there's nothing in any of the recommendations or little pre-vaccine paperwork they make you do there's no warnings in there that you should shouldn't or how to manage Uh, so we just err on the side of caution it's one week out of many in your training cycle so doing too much is going to potentially be very detrimental doing too little is hardly going to make any impact on your on your outcome at all yeah, Lindsay, and that's such an important point because regardless whether it's COVID, uh, COVID vaccine or, or if it's uh, a slight head cold or whatever it is that you might become down with maybe it's a slight injury People are just so worried that they're going to miss out on one or two training sessions and it's going to impact the greater scheme of things. But in a week, if you do take a week off totally where you don't do anything, it's really not going to have a major impact in your, in your fitness and your training overall. Absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's, it is human nature. I know this, um, but I went to the physio this week and had 
I stopped counting at 25 needles, so that can give you an <laughs> is idea. That is that because you can't count past 25? Or <laughs> <laughs> but it gives you an idea of, of how badly I've needed this treatment. And it's what I said to the physio is, Yo, I'm so glad that I ran this morning and I ran quite hard because I felt really good. So now I don't, I've come to you for treatment and I'm not worried if I can't run over the weekend just to let everything settle. You know, I, I know this. I've, I've been running since I was five years old. I've coached countless people. And yet it, this confidence thing is always there. Ooh, if I miss a few days of training, I'm going to lose fitness. And, and really, you won't. Um, and whatever the little thing is that's bothering you, whether you're not feeling a bit under the weather from a vaccine, from a slight head cold, from a slight knee niggle, 48 to 72 hours of no exercise and making sure that you are, in fact, 100%, is going to be much better for you than pushing through those three days, getting really sick, and then we have impacted training for 10 to, 10 to 14 days. Yep, absolutely. Lindsay, as always, thanks for your time. Much appreciated. We look forward to catching up again soon. Catch up soon. Cheers. Hey, it's Brad again. Before I go, did you know that most running training plans don't take your age into account? That's why most runners over the age of 50 are constantly running in some sort of pain or battling a niggling injury. That's why they always feel tired and fatigued, and it's also the reason why their endurance fades as they get older. It's the number one reason they seem to get slower and slower year after year, even though it feels like they're training harder than ever. If you'd like to discover a new way to train as you get older, then make sure you join us for our upcoming fast to be on 50 masterclass simply head over to coachparry.com forward slash 50 or click on the link in your podcast player now